Greetings, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By, where each week I help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective, so we as God's people can know how He wants us to respond. I'm Pam Christian, your researcher, writer, producer, and host for this program. I have been a truth advocate for as long as I can remember. I recall being asked by our high school drill team to essentially defend them in our student council meeting in a rift between them and the band over funding for uniforms and equipment. The girls on the drill team knew me. They knew how important truth and justice were to me then, and I'll add even more so once I became fully surrendered to the truth, namely Jesus Christ. One of the boys on the council vigorously defended the money allocated to the band, fully aware the band received much more than the drill team. I listened carefully, and then I asked him in front of everybody attending, Are you a member of the band? He sheepishly replied, Yes. And I waited for a little bit, then I announced, I'm not a member of the drill team. He was defending the matter because he had a personal vested interest. I, on the other hand, address the impropriety from the standards of right and wrong or fairness. I share this story to make the point that I am operating from the very same premise in bringing you this podcast. I spend my time, talent, and money each week to research and find truth that is intentionally being withheld from us because I don't want you to be wronged. And if my devotion and work helps you in any measure, I ask you to let me know. Just send me a word of encouragement maybe a prayer, or purchase any of the goods or products that I offer. Also, telling others about my podcast and, of course, making any financial contribution would be most welcome. It requires considerable time and expense for me to bring you these weekly podcasts. I greatly appreciate your partnering with me in this vision and important work to provide truth. We have been subjected to so very much for the past three and a half years especially. It's becoming glaringly clear that evil has been advancing in our world at astounding levels, all without our realizing the extent. God has been exposing evil for people all around the world to see evil for what it is and to decide how they want to respond. Will we join in the evil and justify our actions because so many others are engaged in it? Will we succumb to fear and trembling and believe the problem is overwhelming without any hope for correction? Or... Will we hear the many promises of God and partner with Him to put evil in its place? This week, I ask you to join me as I share what I've learned so far, specific to world events surrounding the newest conflict of Hamas invading Israel. The history and hostility between the Arabs and the Jews is long-standing, with intricate nuances that makes it very difficult to understand. Add to that the intentional misinformation or better stated propaganda used to control public opinion, and we need to learn the truth we can and try to piece the puzzle pieces together as best we can. Listen to the end of this podcast because I will also be playing a clip of a prophecy through Julie Green, which she received from the Lord on October 10th, but did not release until October 17th. God speaks about counterterrorism on the very day Hamas first attacked Israel, which would have been before Julie could have known about the attack. Also, God speaks about the involvement of Iran and the United States, which I was surmising as I wrote, which was before I heard the prophecy. So I was personally blessed by this because I had finished writing this entire podcast when I finally heard the prophecy. It's so fun when I get confirmation. 
Discovering truth in our world today is not easy, but with God and in His time, it is not impossible. Please don't think I claim to have all the answers because I'm clearly stating right up front I don't. However, I am willing to investigate in effort to come closer to the truth than we would be without the effort. As long as we live on this earth, we are subject to lies and deception and evil working hard to spin truth to prevent people from knowing truth. Why? Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And the enemy of God doesn't want people to know the truth of Jesus. The enemy wants to be worshipped in God's place, so he deceives many people into rejecting Jesus and becoming aligned with him. And make no mistake, there are many people alive today who are fully aligned with Satan, some with complete awareness, others without. So let's start with the truth we are absolutely confident in. Number one, God is sovereign over all, and his plans for good will always prevail. Number two, Satan and his followers are responsible for all evil, death, and destruction that exists. And number three, God has already defeated all of Satan's efforts through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, or Messiah. In summary of what we're absolutely confident in, people who are fully aligned with God win. Those who are fully aligned with Satan lose. Those who seek to remain neutral lose. Because by default, not to align with God is to align with Satan. Now, let's consider what we highly suspect to be true. Number one, Satan has persuaded very wealthy and powerful people in positions of leadership all around the world for hundreds of years that they are superior humans, and he has been guiding them to gain control over the world financial and government systems with belief they can defeat God with a one-world government and gain power and control over the whole world. Number two, they have created an evil agenda to radically reduce the human population, control weather and earthly disasters, to redefine laws, order, and morality, and control human existence, reducing humans into slaves and chattel that can be treated any way according to their whims, who will provide the needed labor to help them continue to amass wealth and power. And number three, God has been exposing all manner of evil wherever it exists to wake people up to the truth about the existence of God and Satan. God began exposing this worldwide evil with the election of 2016 and the body of work accomplished by God through Donald John Trump, who has been identified by trusted prophets as a modern-day Cyrus, a mere man whom God has called and anointed to accomplish his will. And lastly, let's consider what we have learned to be true, with more and more evidence being exposed so we can know with certainty and choose with whom and what we want to be personally aligned. Number one, the global event of COVID-19 and all that came with it was a planned trial run to learn how to force people to comply with their agenda. By evoking widespread fear, the self-appointed evil elite caused us to willfully comply with their demands, even in the midst of serious questions as to the validity of their demands, and even when their demands violated our laws, rights, and freedoms. Our compliance empowered them to more openly conduct their evil, which we saw with the 2020 elections, 
the January 6th event, and the relentless attempts to prevent Donald John Trump from any further influence of the people who are waking up to truth. Number two, the so-called vaccines intentionally set wildfires, unprecedented fires in food manufacturing plants, interfering with shipment of food products, restriction of oil production, inciting public violence and riots, open borders that escalate human trafficking, the drug cartel, and allows people bent on destroying America into our land, efforts through the United Nations and the World Health Organization to control our health care and impose smart cities, efforts for gun control, claims of climate change and imposing methods to supposedly prevent the demise of the planet, all while unheard of amounts of money is funded into Ukraine and with the horrific withdrawal from Afghanistan, leaving billions of dollars of weaponry and military ground and aircraft. And it could easily be said that the rogue government of the United States is the leader in the effort for World War III. And number three, clearly, the government, the three-letter law enforcement agencies, our military, the judicial system, our medical health system, education system, financial systems, media, arts, and entertainment, the corporate world, and more have been seriously compromised to promote the evil agenda of a one-world government bent on overthrowing God. Biblically speaking, Satan has attempted to advance God's timeline to rush God's revealed plans when Satan has tremendous power and authority in the world. However, God's faithful exposure of evil causing their plans to fall and fail, prevents them from the fullness of death and destruction they have planned. So, in summary of what we have learned to be true, as the father of all lies, Satan and his followers actually believe they can outsmart and overthrow God. It is the same ancient spirit of Baal who demands blood of the innocent, driving people to support his evil agenda. As he has done throughout history, Satan has lured people away from God and his righteous ways into Satan's evil ways through greed, lust, power, sex, fame, and more. None of this is news to God. God has seen the advancement of evil and the increase of human willingness to participate in the evil. Yet, in his faithfulness, grace, and mercy, as evil has been advancing, God has been exposing it for what it is, so people can wake up and willingly choose with whom and what they want to be aligned. In God's hands, all this advancement of evil serves as a magnifier, shocking people awake to see the truth and make their choice. I believe, and many have prophesied, that in these last days, there will be a billion soul harvest, a great harvest of souls, repenting and denouncing all associations with evil, and rushing into the open arms of the Father. The trend has already started. We have reached a point of near-critical mass, the point when God's mercy and grace come to an end and His judgment is made. I agree with many of the trusted prophets, this is not the judgment of the last days. This is a foreshadow where God graciously reveals truth so people can see that the prophesied events of the last days can and will occur just as God has revealed. Even so, judgment in these present days is very, very soon and in fact has already begun. 
Even so, God has repeatedly said through his prophets that his people need not fear. The evil, the self-appointed elite, have intended to befall us, will instead be on their own heads. The war in Ukraine has been failing. Is it any wonder, then, that Hamas invaded Israel? To create another diversion and a last-ditch effort to force their evil agenda. I've discussed the Russia-Ukraine conflict many times with this podcast. In short, the operations of the evil regimes of the world are essentially headquartered in Ukraine. And, since that truth is becoming more widely known, the self-appointed elite called for another war that seems to have been carefully set up and equipped by the Biden administration to create a distraction, evoke fear, and allow them to finalize other dastardly deeds while the people are focused elsewhere. What I want to make certain we understand is a group known as Hamas invaded Israel. Hamas is not a nation. It is an organization of like-minded people who are religiously motivated. The fact that people in the United States are protesting the need to protect and side with Palestine reveals their ignorance. Palestine is not a legitimately recognized nation, but a people group who, for the most part, are not part of Hamas. The legal status of what some call the state of Palestine is the subject of controversy, although it is currently recognized by 138 of the 193 United Nation member states. And, of course, Alex Newman has helped us understand what the United Nations is truly all about. We must be very careful not to assume that all the people in any given group are of the same mindset. Johnny Inlow provided excellent information on Elijah Streams recently, and you'll find the link to that video in the show notes. As I've come to understand, those who insist on recognizing Palestine as a state are entirely hostile to the Jews. Their effort to recognize Palestine as a state or nation is to take back ownership and control of the land. And I think the facts will also reveal the proponents of one world government are entirely anti-Semitic and anti-Christian. The history of the land of Israel is not adequately known by most people today. The best explanation I've heard is a video I highly recommend you watch. It's very short, and you can watch it either on Telegram or on Twitter. You'll find the link in the show notes. From what I've learned, and I encourage you to study for yourself, Jews and Arabs have been fighting over what is known as the Holy Land for hundreds of years. The Jewish people were led by God to cross the Jordan River and enter into the Promised Land in about 1000 BC. Jews occupied this land until Islam was formed in the year of 610 AD, some 1600 years later. The Arabs took over most of the surrounding region by the year 636 AD. However, not one group has had full control over the Holy Land where Jews, Christians, and Muslims have coexisted. Further complicating matters, both the Jews and Arabs are descendants of Abraham. The word Palestine derives from Philistia, the name given by Greek writers to the land of the Philistines, who in the 12th century BCE occupied a small pocket of land on the southern coast between modern Tel Aviv, Yafo, and Gaza. The region of Palestine was originally Israel until the Romans renamed it to Philistina in 70 AD, which evolved into the name Palestine. Throughout history, Palestine has been ruled by numerous people groups, including the Assyrians, Babylonians, Persians, Greeks, Romans, Arabs, 
Fatimids, Seljuk Turks, Crusaders, Egyptians, and the Mamelukes. During the time of the Ottoman Empire, 1299 to 1922, the Arabs controlled the vast majority of the land surrounding Israel. In the years of 1847 to 1947, the Jews were looking to form an independent state under the banner of Zionism, ideally in the region known as Palestine, where they had been for so very long. Palestine as a state was never established. People who identify as Palestinian have no state or nation. Rather, they are a people group, a displaced and somewhat nomadic group. World War I brought about the collapse of the Ottoman Empire. In 1917, Britain was in control of the land and signed what's known as the Balfour Declaration, which established a national home for the Jewish people in the area recognized as Palestine. Arabs didn't want this, and hostilities between Arabs and Jews began. These hostilities influenced Britain to redraft the region so both Arabs and Jews could live in the same area. In 1948, after World War II, Israel became an official nation. Prior to this, Israel was only recognized as a country. This was still not accepted by Palestinian Arabs, who began a war with Israel in 1967, which Israel won, that gave Israel total control of the land. Palestinian Arabs still live in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, but now Israel had military control over these regions. In response, Palestinian Arabs formed a group known as the Palestinian Liberation Organization, intent on ending Israeli military occupation in the Gaza Strip and West Bank. From this, another, more extreme group formed, known as Hamas, that's been labeled as a terrorist organization by virtually everyone except the United Nations. According to their own charter, the aim of Hamas is to fully wipe out Israel and all of the Jews around the world. Also, there's the issue of the United Nations Relief Agency for Palestine. Did you know that the United States allocated $33.3 million to this group? Did you also know that the facilities of the UNRWA, the UN Palestinian Refugee Agency, have repeatedly been used by Hamas Palestinian terrorists for military purposes as staging grounds, weapons depots, and hideouts? And on Sunday, October 16th, UNRWA Chief Philippe Lazzarini said, quote, the United Nations Agency for Palestinian Refugees, known as UNRWA, warned that it is no longer able to provide humanitarian assistance in Gaza. We are on the verge of a collapse, end quote. As I read the article, I had trouble believing the many claims made, and I tended to see it as propaganda against Israel. You use the link in the show notes and read it and let me know what you think. I also urge you to watch the video by Epoch Times titled The Goal of Hamas. You'll find the link in the show notes. Because of the extensive spin on truth to keep us uninformed and naively supporting groups that want our demise, I think this video is essential for all who want to know the truth. Because of the revealed goals of the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, and others promoting a one-world government, my question is why did Hamas choose this time to attack Israel? Also on October 16th, it was reported that a number of launches from Syria aimed for Israel were identified. Part of the launches crossed into Israel territory and presumably fell in open areas, according to the IDF. 
Also, Turkish President Erdogan on Tuesday last week accused the United States of planning to carry out massacres in Gaza after Hamas terrorists ambushed Israel over the weekend. Where Turkey had once been the United States' NATO ally, we are now seeing it side with Iran's proxy army known as Hamas. Also, considering the empowerment of the Arab nations by the Biden administration, beginning with the horrific withdrawal from Afghanistan and more recently providing over $6 billion to Iran, what are we to understand about the role the United States has with Iran? And why was Hamas so emboldened to attack as they did and claim that this is just the beginning of a long war? And why did it take the Israeli military over six hours to respond? Could it be that the Israeli government has been infiltrated in the same way the United States government has, and there are people working in their government and military wanting to see the failure of the nation of Israel? With the thousands of illegal immigrants crossing our United States borders during the Biden regime, should we expect that the rogue United States government is partnered with Hamas? Are the young, military-aged illegal immigrants in our country simply waiting for orders to strike terror in the United States. In an interview with Al Jazeera, Iranian Foreign Minister Hossein Amir, I'm not going to say this right, Abdallahian, remarked, quote, If the Zionist entity, Israel, decides to enter Gaza, the resistance leaders will turn it into a graveyard of the occupation soldiers, end quote. Also, during discussions, the Iranian representative called upon Islamic nations to rally behind Palestine. He also reaffirmed Iran's unwavering position in the conflict, emphasizing, quote, the Islamic Republic of Iran will never back down on its principles and values in support of the Palestinian nation, end quote. This most definitely sounds like a serious effort to cause World War III. Did you know that a man named Albert Pike, a Freemason, who believed Lucifer is God and to be worshipped, may be the mastermind behind the prospect of World War III. In fact, it seems Albert Pike revealed that World War I and II were planned events. Regarding World War III, Pike wrote, quote, The Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agentur of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, the Muslim Arabic world, and political Zionism, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economical exhaustion. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all of its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and the most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere, the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries will exterminate those destroyers of civilization and the multitude disillusioned with Christianity, whose deistic spirits will, from that moment, be without compass or direction anxious for an ideal but without knowing where to render adoration, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out in the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement 
which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. End quote. There is much more, so use the link in the show notes to see and decide for yourself if this is truth. Now, I want you to really hear me on this. God is in charge. There is no power on earth, above or below earth, that is any threat to God. God has been exceedingly gracious to his people to tell us in advance what we can expect, and he has repeatedly told us not to be in fear. Even when things look far worse and more chaotic and appear to be hopeless, God instructs us to keep our faith in him. He instructs us to stand firm in the full armor of Christ, wielding our weapons of warfare, which are praise and worship of him, and to decree and declare aloud with our voices his words. When we decree and declare aloud what God says, we are partnering with God whose words never return void. I have brought you many prophecies from trusted prophets, and I have brought you considerable intelligence from experts. We have examined the United States Constitution, and we see how there is every reason to believe that our true commander-in-chief is working with our legitimate military, and that these are among the people who are anointed and appointed by God to be his human vessels through whom he will work to administer his judgment and provide justice for all of our benefit and his glory alone. Now listen to this short clip from our Commander-in-Chief, Donald J. Trump, addressing terrorism. There can be no coexistence with this violence. There can be no tolerating it, no accepting it, no excusing it, and no ignoring it. Every time a terrorist murders an innocent person and falsely invokes the name of God, it should be an insult to every person of faith. Terrorists do not worship God. They worship death. If we do not act against this organized terror, then we know what will happen and what will be the end result. Terrorism's devastation of life will continue to spread. Peaceful societies will become engulfed by violence, and the futures of many generations will be sadly squandered. If we do not stand in uniform condemnation of this killing, then not only will we be judged by our people, not only will we be judged by history, but we will be judged by God. Powerful words that I can't help but believe were anointed and inspired by God. Now, here's part of the prophecy God spoke through Julie Green that I especially wanted to share with you today. For I, the Lord, this day, I'm about to show the world a new thing. Something I have never done to this degree. Something no man has ever seen. Not like this. Yes, I'm about to do a new thing for you, O United States. A justice so great. A shift so explosive. A return so surprising. How it will all take place, the world will stand still, and a great celebration will take place. This is the time the warnings are to cease, because you are in the time that I have warned you of. This is the time of a great war it will look like to some. A time of confusion 
a time of chaos in certain places, but a time of great awakening, a time of people running toward me, and some are running away. A great removal is about to be seen. A removal of people, yes, but a removal of blinders, a removal of chains, a removal of bondages, a removal of their narratives, a removal of their control, a removal of their governments, a removal of their rules, a removal of their lies and deception, a removal of their news, a removal of their education system, a removal of their influence, a removal of their churches and their religion and their weakness they have brought to my body. I am doing a cleansing, a clean sweep of every evil entity that has been ruling upon this earth. It's my plan, my nations, and my children that will succeed, that will thrive, not your enemies, saith the Lord. A very old secret, a secret hidden by your government, O United States, is coming on who sold you out and who is controlling you now. Great truth is coming to destroy the corporation that holds you, that has caused great captivity in the land of my eagle. This will be no more because I am setting you free from their captivity. Counterterrorism. This will be in your news for a shocking reason. The Biden is about to let something slip that will shock this nation. Start to pay attention more and more to his words before they try to hide what he says. That will utterly destroy the so-called administration. The fall of Iran is about to be seen. Explosive exposure is about to be released on the Biden and Obama and how they are deeply rooted and embedded with this country. Follow the money trail. See how your money, oh United States, has been used against you and, and in many nations. A war had been started for a great distraction from what is about to come out against the Biden and all who are with him. Great surprises are ahead. Yes, great surprises on how great the fall will be for many in your government. Watch the House of Representatives. Things are not how they seem. And I'm about to unravel all that has been decided and all that has been done against this nation. Sing, oh my children, sing. Celebrations are drawing near. I am moving, I'm defending, and I'm delivering you fully from the hands of the wicked, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. I hope that encourages you as much as it does me. I'll end today's show here, but expect me to return next week with more researched information to help us know the truth so we can respond in trust and faith and be fully in God's protection. Amen. Be sure to pray for Israel to prevail swiftly for the protection of President Netanyahu and protection of President Trump. Pray for God's people everywhere to rise up and use the weapons of warfare we have in obedience to God, in partnership with God, to stop the advancement of evil. If you like what you hear from me with this podcast, I highly recommend my book series, my award-winning blog, connecting with me on social media where I cover many more topics than I can with this weekly podcast, and consider signing up for my certificate course in apologetics. 
My aim with that course is to help people learn how to not only use apologetics to share truth with others, but help Christian leaders incorporate apologetics in their respective ministries so more Christians are confident about sharing their faith. Learn more about my online apologetics course using the link in the show notes. Should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. Again, my email address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience. Then together, as partners, we will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope, Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs. And the third is Revive Your Life, Rest for Your Anxious Heart. There are two more in the series about the end times. The first one is Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's End-Time Promises, written for Christians to properly understand God's plans for His people during the end times. And the other is Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. It's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest. Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word TRUTH at checkout. I also welcome donations, but for now, they're not tax deductible. However, I'm working on that, so listen in the weeks to come and you'll learn more about how you can support me through donations that will be tax deductible. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, and I have some very exciting money-saving America First goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television, and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now. All while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I also have affiliate partners Mfinity and Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack supplements. You can learn more on the affiliates page and the information in the show notes. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American-owned and operated because we don't want to support the deep state. 
And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So why not shop for yourself or to get gifts for friends and family? Your support is greatly appreciated. All affiliate partners' information is in the show notes, and I have a dedicated web page where you can learn even more, and you can hear the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase, but to help you, I am researching companies and interviewing their representatives and using their products or services myself to provide you a personal recommendation. There's a link to all the interviews in the show notes. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received through me. Again, my email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm very active on social media. I can actually cover more on social media than I can with this weekly podcast. And to receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me learn more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. And I would especially appreciate you subscribing to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. A review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember... Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him. 